Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. It has been a whole week. Um it's kind of shocking how fast time passes by because um each time I'm like oh I should get uh, like every time like I record an episode I'm like oh next week I have to do this topic and I write it down and then I just never end up doing it on time. But surprisingly today I am on time. So yeah, I hope you guys had a great week. Uh, my week was pretty uh, it's pretty boring i guess you could say i didn't do much this week it's just been a lot of college preparation for me personally as um the dates are nearing it's getting closer and closer and every time i think about it it's just like i wonder how so many people do it it's just such a difficult thing to do in my opinion and um yeah that's the time um where i've started taking inspiration from others learning from other people's experiences a lot of people close to me It's been a lot of talking, it's been a lot of discussion, it's been a lot of thinking. And yeah, that's something I wanted to discuss in today's episode. Uh, oh my god, already off with a heavy start, but uh yeah, something that I was thinking about was uh think about role models and um especially nowadays um Andrew Tate is back out of jail. He's um back to buying Bugattis, he's back to doing his thing. And uh during the past year or two, we have talked about Andrew Tate, we have talked about role models, but I think some important things that we left out is why you should have role models in your life and um like their name states they are meant to be the model of a role in your life so the thing is um a lot of people had their own opinions they had their own thoughts regarding entertainment you had some people who would be his die hard believers you had the exact opposite who thought that he should stay in jail and he should be in jail for all the things that he's done you had the extreme uh, polar opposites and something that i always felt that was missing was we all you know, we always miss the middleman um which basically means that entertainer is not a perfect guy i mean he would say that himself there will be ups and downs to everything and obviously not everyone's going to be perfect they're going to do something they're going to do some stuff right they're going to do some stuff wrong which is why you can have multiple role models that's the whole point of having uh several people no one really says that this guy is my only role model you will have multiple people and the whole reasoning behind it is because you have different expectations in your life you have different roles that you want to pursue in life you may think that this guy has this nice quality and that guy has this nice quality and when you can think that some people have certain nice qualities they're also going to have certain bad qualities and you're going to have to learn how to segregate the good from the bad that's something that's always going to be consistent so when you have a role model you're not following them for their whole identity you're following them for a specific reason find that reason find what inspires you the most from that model and i think that's something that's very important and a lot of people don't realize the actual reason behind getting a role model behind having a role model it's just meant as an inspiration there's no reason for you to become that person you always want to be you but when when you want to improve on something when you want to learn something when you think that that person has influenced you then that he or she will become your role model and it's so essential that you guys learn to take only the good qualities from someone rather than picking it all up because I mean do I have to state the obvious if I just continue with the Andrew Tate example there's been a lot of controversial stuff that he said that no one will ever support in the future I think but there's also been a lot of stuff that he says regarding at least masculinity and confidence and stuff like that which truly are having such a huge impact on especially today's generation to start picking up stuff to start motivating yourself to be disciplined it's just a whole lot of good and positive vibes that he does carry 
that can influence me. And in that way, I would say, yes, he is my role model. But do I support the other stuff that he said about misogyny or um, harassment? No, I do not support that. I do not support his way of lifestyle. I do not support a lot of things that he does. But then, I yes, I do believe in the stuff he says about confidence and how to maintain a routine, stuff like that, which I constantly talk about on this podcast. I do believe in that. So just because I like certain stuff about him doesn't mean I have to like the man himself. I like the ideas that he brings. I like the thoughts that he does have. There are certain things that do make a lot of sense to me and hence why I believe that, yes, he is. Um, he could be my role model. But I have other people, um, which I've also talked on the podcast, such as Kobe Bryant, which I did do a whole separate episode for, which you haven't checked. If you haven't heard it or you haven't listened to it, then definitely do check it out. I think that's the best way that you guys can learn how to get a role model or how to make a role model. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, talking about Andrew Tate, um, that kind of brings me into the next one. Well, I wanted to talk about how Andrew Tate um, exposed rich people. And he um, basically just said how rich people have all the power. And um, it's just the general statement which he had, um, which obviously is the truth. Once you have enough money, you can basically do anything. And in an interview, he did say exactly that. He was like, um, let's say that you do something illegal. And um, for example, trespassing. The trespassing requires you to pay a fine. And yeah, you can pay the fine. And once that, if you go for like something that's a demeanor too, then you have to spend a time, you have to spend a certain time in jail unless you're bailed out. And okay, so since you've heard the first two, both of them revolve around money. If you want to get out of jail, you need a bail, which is going to cost you. If you um, do a demeanor one, then you're going to even, you're going to require a fine. And to pay the fine, you're going to require money. Um, I'm, okay, so basically what I'm saying is regardless of whether it's a fine or a bail, you're still going to be paying money. And at the end of the day, when you're rich, you have that sort of money. So then basically doing illegal stuff is just something that comes with a price. How bad is it? How much money is it going to cost? So when you're that rich, doing illegal stuff is also basically legal to you because you're just going to have to pay the fine. That's just how the system is. Once you're so once you get that kind of money and once you're super rich, there's basically um, nothing that can stop you from doing anything you want, even if it's illegal. It's just that you have that much money and it just becomes a cost. It just becomes a tag. And that's why I've always thought like there will never be a perfect law system. There will be, there will never be something that's perfect for the entire world because that's how segregated our world is. Even if it's with the human rights or if it's the laws that we have to obey or if it's education, nothing will ever be perfect because there will always be certain stuff in the in community or society that we have to follow. And money is definitely one of them. If rich people can just get away with stuff like that, and if they can just pay it for the right amount, then they will always be the people on the top of the community. The, the law, such as tax, other stuff that tries to bring them down. But once you make a certain amount of money, even that isn't going to affect you very much. And even if it starts affecting you that much, you can make loopholes around it because you have that sort of money to figure out a loophole. It's just a constant loop that will run through society about the rich people always becoming richer because they can even do illegal stuff to just get richer. I mean, obviously, I'm just saying it in a very vague way, but then I think it's, it's truly something that will always exist in society that if you do not have a lot of money, you're going to have to work extremely hard to make a lot of money, especially since people like that are in play who are already rich and they only get richer. They don't really have to work for it. Once you're rich, you just have to do menial amount of work to become richer. It isn't something that's going to be difficult or it isn't something that's going to cost you a lot. 
it's something that will always happen since that's how our system works, which is kind of interesting to look at. I think that's a huge other topic for another day. I mean, that goes into a lot of economics and business about how money operates in the world. And it's definitely something that's interesting to look at that punishments are always going to be with the price. Like you can avoid any severe punishments with money. Like that's exactly how the world operates. Like even if you're getting a parking ticket fine, and if the police officer is corrupt, you can just pay him a lesser amount and he'll act like he never gave a ticket. So there are, there's always going to be stuff that's going to be corrupt around the world. It's just about how you operate and how you want to look out the world. That is something that is completely up to you. And when looking at punishments such as fines or bails, there's something that I've always thought about. Like even if you're someone that goes to jail and you're without bail, um, I've always believed in the fact that everyone deserves, um, like even criminals do deserve to go to jail. It is something that I believe should be done about even uh, having therapists in jail and having certain people who are there to help out in the jail. I think it's definitely something that is required because in a lifetime, everyone can make mistakes. The worst mistakes you make, the longer time you serve in jail. But the whole point of the longer time that you're going to be sentenced in jail for is for you to learn, for you to relapse, for you to rethink your decisions in life, for you to be able to have that period of time where you can just look back and you can actually think about what happened in that time. Why did I have to do this? And serving that time in jail will really make you think and regret that. And with the help of therapy, I believe that every, every guy, every human, every woman or whoever you identify as, you do have a second chance after going to jail. Your life isn't over. Yes, maybe you do have five years or 10 years or 15 years that are cut out from your life, but that is because you did something wrong at the end of the day. But in jail, you have the time to think like, oh my God, this has happened. What do I do next? There will be people to help you out. And if, even if they aren't, you can find them because I know there's a lot of agencies that are foundations that do help out with this. So I think it's so essential that taking that time alone, I'm, like it's not, it doesn't just apply to people in jail. It's also for us. Um, something that's very essential is that when um, you genuinely make a mistake, you need to take the time to think about it, not take the time to lie about it, not take the time to do something else, not take the time to cover it up rather than just face it, accept that you did make that mistake and actually think about it because that will help you from not making that mistake again. And for you to actually realize what the issue is, because when you do something wrong, initially you're not going to know it, but only afterwards you will realize that, Oh, I've done the, I've done something wrong. And even if you're doing a mistake on purpose, you will realize later on, like why I did that. And, you will be able to find out that like, yeah, I really shouldn't do this. So um, it's very difficult when you look at stuff like that. And um, it's especially something that in the modern generation, punishments don't work out very well because um, that's just how society and the community operates. Like nowadays, um, children don't get beatings. Um, like, there's no uh, physical harm allowed. It's something that is known as child rights. Um, and even the smaller punishments such as uh, timeouts or the taking away of privileges, it um, damages the uh, relationship of the child and parent and the child starts to disconnect from their parents and especially with the modern day gadgets, they start looking to other people um, for that kind of uh, bond and it just never really works out well and hence why punishments, they just don't address the reason behind um, the behavior, what exactly went wrong and it will never help the person realize what exactly went wrong and they won't be able to express their emotions to why they did that and 
why they were wrong. Why were they in the wrong? If the person never understands or if they've never learned it, they're going to keep on making the same mistake. And I think it's very essential that when you do make a mistake that eventually once you become older, there's not going to be anyone who will tell you that, oh, you've done this wrong. Um, this is what's happened. You have to apologize. The older you get, the more chance that you have to go into jail directly for any mistakes that you do make. I'm saying like, of course, the more serious mistakes that you make, but even simple mistakes such as cutting friendships or doing something bad to your friend, there's not going to be people, they're not going to be people lining up to tell you that, oh, you made this mistake or you did that. If you're going to do something, then think about it. There isn't anything wrong in thinking twice. A lot of people um, had that old rule where um, for people who talked a lot, they used to say that you have to think, think about it three times before you say it. And um, that's definitely something that I do believe because if you have something negative to say, think about it three times before you actually do say it. Like, think about like whether you'd uh, be okay with someone telling that to you or would you be okay with someone with with yourself would you be okay in saying that to someone else because often saying something rude to someone else is never going to boost your ego it's just doing something rude it's petty you're just giving into your own insecurities so that's why i believe that punishments really don't work and the way that tate actually phrased it was very well that money is basically what holds all the power in today's society if you have money you can basically get away with breaking the law um so yeah, it's just that once you make that sort of money, you have the most freest life because the biggest commodity, the biggest currency in the world is just at your feet. You can do whatever you want with it. And if that is breaking the law, you can do that as well. So yeah, it's just interesting to see um, how the world works. And something that um, a lot of people don't realize when they're getting punished is they just assume that, yeah, that's what I did and that's why I'm getting this. It's very bad to assume. I'll tell you that like any day of the week that assuming is never good. If you're going to assume something, actually find out the reason for it and figure out that, oh, okay, so this exactly is what has happened and hence why um, I'm getting this punishment. That is something that you have to think. Um, oh, funny story. I actually, um, recently I did see this um, paragraph. It was about, it's called, uh, not everyone can read this. And it's basically just a whole paragraph describing um, this situation where the words, for example, if you have, um, the word scalp, then only the S, the first letter, and the letter P will be in the right place, and the other three letters, C, A, and L, will be randomly arranged. But the human mind can read words like this almost at the same level as normal paragraphs, and if you're able to read um, that whole paragraph, that means you have a strong mind. And at first, like, obviously, I was confused. I was like, wait, why can I read this? It was just something that popped up in my feed, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, and then I was like, oh, but then why can I read it? And um, this is actually the power of the human mind. It's actually super incredible. And um, according to research at Cambridge University, uh, the order of the letters do not matter. The only important thing is that the first and last letter have to be in the, in the right place. The, even no matter how big of a mess the whole word is, if you, the first and last letter are in the right place, you can read, you can read the whole um, sentence without any issues. And um, the whole reason behind this is that the human mind does not read every letter by itself, but just the word itself. And yeah, that's actually like really important. And um, a lot of people are like, oh, I thought spelling was so important, but then if I can just read the first and last letter, I'll always know the word. And yeah, I think that's really interesting to think that um, our mind automatically assumes that based off of the first and last placement of the letters that we will know the word. So it's in human nature itself that you assume something and you take action regarding it. But I would always say that you need to look at something 
from the most objective standpoint because having your emotions uh, played into t- taking action um that is where a lot of um, assuming happens and that will never ever work out for you always take an objective standpoint think about it from a third person's perspective if someone else saw it how would they interact with it if you have a role model think about that role model think about how he or she would be in that situation what they would do in that situation taking that uh, objective standpoint isn't something that isn't that is difficult it's just something that you have to clear your mind to do because the human mind like i said it's almost made in that way where you always assume stuff because we always prioritize our own knowledge and when we have our feelings involved it becomes a subjective standpoint where you take into account of your feelings or the emotions that you have at that time and you assume the situation but we never really assess the situation so there's a huge difference in that and realizing that will really help you in any situation in life and any arguments that you are faced with in any point of life where you really have to think always remember that do not take the shortcut always work it work towards the solution because taking the shortcut will never lead, lead you in the right way it is a shortcut for a reason it's going to give you a subpar answer which you never really want so yeah um i hope you guys enjoyed um today's episode um it was a bit of a heavy episode i'm not even going to lie i mean there's a lot of stuff that i did say there's a lot of um analogies that i did make um but overall i think this was a very informative uh episode so i hope you guys did enjoy and uh, i hope you guys have a great week i have a lot of projects coming along which i will constantly say it's just that um i'm having a huge lot of fun with this so yeah i hope you guys did enjoy today's episode and as always if you have any questions you guys can um message me and i will reply so yeah i hope you guys have a great day and i will see you guys in the next week peace